Hello, and thank you for joining us on our Inspire Church podcast. It's our prayer that this message inspire you, that it builds your faith, and that it can help you see how God desires to move in your life. Enjoy the message. Here we are, May 2020, and it's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. I just want to honor every mother, past and present, that today, as we take a moment out, that we can just thank God and thank them for the input into our life. My mother has been um, gone for many years now, but the memories still live on. I just took some time out last night and I was just thinking of my mum. And it's amazing, you just kind of wish, I just wish I had a few more moments that I could talk with her. And I had some memories of how she used to encourage us, how she used to cook the meals and how she used to be so full of hospitality. And on a bad day where she'd get the jug cord and she'd chase us around the house and if she couldn't find that, she'd find the the broom, the straw broom and chase us around. And then sometimes she gets so angry with us and say, you just wait till dad comes home. And so it was just pleasant memories that I was just thinking about my mum. Also, I was just thinking about some of the things with smaller children that mums must think about and go through every day. You know, after they get up in the morning, they caffeinate. Then they think, what will you do for meals today? Not that there's a shortage of, but what can we do for creativity? Or they think, didn't I just clean that and now it's dirty again? Didn't I pick that up and, wow, what's going on here? And then they check the calendar for events to make sure it's all happening and And then they kind of issue instructions to the children. And then they repeat the instructions. And then they repeat the instructions in a more sterner voice. Then they repeat the instructions again in, you kids, you know. And then it goes on, if I have to repeat myself once more. And then we start to give the threats. If you don't do it, wait till dad comes home. You're going to sit in the naughty corner. You'll get a smack and, you know, the threats go on. And then the mum thinks again, why do I bother cleaning up? Ah, kids, gee, I'm tired. Come on, kids, go to bed. You're always better when you're asleep. And then poor mum falls into bed and she's just thinking about all the things she's got to go over again tomorrow in her life. One young mum says this, I expected this to be hard, but it's relentless. It's every day, another day, another week, another month. It just keeps on going on. And sometimes I just feel I'm not appreciated. I think children are probably too young to appreciate. I heard another mum say, hey, I was the perfect mother until I had children. But then she said, I wouldn't change it for the world. I want to lead us into a scripture, and it's found in Exodus chapter 20 and verse 12. It's in the Old Testament. It reads like this, honour your father and mother. So that's not only children, but it's us as adults. 
It says, honor your father and mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Here we have the instructions from the word of God that we are to honor our father and mother. And today we take the time to honor our mothers. It's interesting, you may say that's an Old Testament verse, but it comes again to us in the New Testament, in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 2, and it reads like this, honor your father and mother, a little bit different to the Old Testament, it says, which is the first commandment with a promise. And the promise says that it may go well with you and that you may live long on the earth. I don't know about you, but as for me, I see a command like that with a promise with it. And if God says that if you honor your father and mother, it will go well with you and you will live long on the earth. I was just thinking in a pragmatic, practical way, why did God put that in the Bible to honor your father and mother? Repeat it again in the New Testament. I believe it's put it there because motherhood and fatherhood is one of those things, it's relentless, it's hard work. Once you have children, they're there all the time. And everybody said, hallelujah. You see, you may have had a mum that was not the ideal, but I just want to encourage you today to honour motherhood to honour family, to honour fatherhood. My experience in life is that I have great respect for mothers. I look at my wife and she's a great wife, but also she is an amazing mother to my kids. And they're mature now, they're in, all in their 30s. And I just spoke to them this week and just said, what are some of the words that describe your mother from a mature child looking back on their mother? And they said this, amongst other things, they said, she is strong. She has a strong character. She has a strong mind. She has a strong will. She is consistent. She is caring. She is an advocate. You know, even now, sometimes there may be a bit of a misunderstanding with my boys or with my daughter, and my wife steps in there, and she's the advocate. She interprets what I'm trying to say and, and brings rationale and sense to the conversation. The kids say that they love her meals, they love her cooking, but I think any meal you don't cook yourself is always good. That's so true. And they said she's available. Anytime you want to talk to mom, she's there, she's available. They love the gifts that she buys and Carol's always looking around for gifts for her children and her grandchildren. And really, they said, it's the little things, just being there, just the little things she does and the little things she says that just makes mom so unique. And that was just a few of the reflections from my children. And then I did a little bit more research myself and I'm, uh, there were seven of us in the family and now there's five remaining. So I just contacted my siblings and asked them what they thought of 
our mother, which is my mother. And they came up with these and they said, well, she loved and respected her husband. She kept the family together with reunions and and nothing was ever a bother. You could turn up to my mother's place and it was not, why are you here? It was always open arms and cook your meal and just make you feel so welcome. She was a gracious woman. She was totally devoted to my sick brother. She nursed him for 23 years before he died. From the age of three right up to 23, for 20 years, she nursed him. Also, she was a hard worker. We had a farm and she used to do the milking the cows. And, and then later on, she got a job in town as a chef, as a cook and, and other things that stick out. She just loved us unconditionally. I can't work out how could a mum love seven ratbag kids unconditionally. Such was the grace. She also had a sweet devotion to Jesus. I I can still remember the hymns she used to sing and just the, the sweetness of her voice. I remember when my brother died, how it affected her and how there was grief, but she kept on moving forward working, looking after the children. Sometimes I'd hear her weeping in a bedroom at night, but just carried a grace upon her life. And I believe today we all have memories of our mothers. Mothers have memories of their mothers. And the older I get, the more I appreciate my mother. I was just even sitting last night and just going through these notes and I got a little bit emotional where I was thinking, man, I'd just love to sit down and have a little chat to mum. Come on, if you've got a mother that's alive, hey, don't take them for granted, appreciate them. I know children, little children don't understand that, but if you're a, a mature age, man, just love and respect your mother. I have a great respect for my daughter as a mother. I have great respect for my daughter-in-laws as mothers. I think you are fantastic. Proverbs 31 and verse 10 says this, a good woman, or let's say a good wife, is hard to find and her worth is far more than diamonds. A good woman. I believe today that every woman is looking at this, that you are a good woman. Yeah, we can always do better, but relax in the fact that this is your day and we celebrate it and there is goodness in this life that we live as being a mother, as being a woman. And it goes on, Proverbs 31 and 28, it says about this woman, her children respect her and bless her, her children. You probably won't get that from a five-year-old or a six-year-old or a seven-year-old, but when they get more mature, your children will start to rise up and they'll bless you because you were their mum. It also says about this, her husband joins with the words of praise. Many women have done wonderful things, but you've outclassed them all. I want to tell you, hey, you are a special possession. You are a carrier of the very essence of the Almighty God. Proverbs 31 and verse 31 reads like this, and I think it's great. 
give her everything she deserves. Let me say it again. Proverbs 31 and verse 10, give her everything she deserves. I want to encourage you, man, come on, women, you've got a mom. Give her everything she deserves. Shower her with praise. Not only today, but make it a habit of our lives. I just want to finish this off today and just share with you a couple of stories of women that I see from the Bible that will greatly encourage us. 1 Timothy in verse 1 and verse 5 reads like this. This is Paul talking to Timothy. Who was Timothy? Timothy was an apprentice pastor. Paul was the elderly, and now Paul is working on this young man to step into the calling that God has for him. And he says this, when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which first dwelt in your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice, and I am persuaded it is in you. Twice Paul says, hey, I believe this faith is in you and I believe this faith was imparted to you. So before even Paul, you know, mentions, you know, the grandmother's names, he states a couple of things which I think is so important for us today. Paul says, when I look at you, Timothy, I call to remembrance. I just wonder what this family had that was memorable. There's a lot of ordinary people in the world and I'm one of them, but here the Apostle Paul looks at this family and he says, when I call to remembrance, I, I wonder what these super mums possessed. And it does not say in this scripture of how they looked or where they lived. So what was it that attracted Paul to says, when I called to remembrance? And what he calls to remembrance is this, their genuineness and sincerity. Basically, they were the salt of the earth. And mothers, we look at ourselves or you look at yourself and you just think, man, you're not a super mum. But I want to tell you what Paul was looking beyond. He was not looking for the supermum, and thank God for supermums, but he was recalling their genuineness. Not perfect, but genuine. I believe that children are look, not looking for a mum that's perfect. They're looking for a, a mum that's genuine. And that is what you are, the real you. What, what is a genuine person? I believe a genuine person is someone who's honest with themselves. They see themselves clearly, accurate self-perception. Someone said that our life is made up of stories. We tell ourselves about the good parts of ourselves, the bad parts of ourselves, what our parents have told about us, what our teachers have told, you know, spoken to us about ourselves. And out of that story, we kind of make up our lives. 
But we see these people, they had an honest perception. They knew their strengths. They knew their weaknesses. They knew what they were good at, and they attribute everything they had to the goodness of God. They also, genuine people, they are truthful with others. There's no deception. What you see is what you've got. There's strength of character. There's resilience. There's consistency. Genuine people listen. Genuine people are learners. They're open and adaptable to the truth. And I believe that each one of you mothers, you are genuine people. Get used to the characteristics that bring out the best and shine forth the genuineness within our lives to our families and to our children. For Paul, their genuineness stood out. But as we look at this, we see that Paul refers to one characteristic that was clearly obvious, and he says the genuineness of their faith. They were convinced by Jesus Christ that he was Lord. They've gone on the journey and still on the journey of being persuaded about God's goodness. They put him first in their lives, in everything they say and do. And even in the New Testament, we talk about, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And as I look at my mum and think of her, yeah, she was one that put God first. Maybe she put the kids next. I don't know what the order was, but it was clear to us that Jesus and God's house was first. And if I could declare it today, I just thank God for my genuine mum. I thank God for my genuine wife. I thank God for genuine women. I thank God for women and mums who put God first within their life. You have such an influence on your children. And then the fourth thing is he speaks about the the remembrance and the genuineness and the faith, and then he speaks about that is in you. I believe that faith, you can identify it. Paul says it's in you. It's identifiable. You see, our decision to follow after Jesus is a personal one. We make it within our own heart. But living out the Christ life, man, you begin to see it, the consistency, the grace, the favor, the continuous love to God, the honoring of God's house, the honoring of each other. And as I bring this to a conclusion, I want to bring out this powerful thought because Paul says, I bring to memory the genuine faith that is in you, which was first in your grandmother, Lois. Hey, grandmas, you are mentioned in the Bible. How amazing. And this name, Lois, means that she was a warrior. I guarantee this woman, she was probably about four foot nothing, but she was full of power and full of influence. I I just want to encourage you grandmothers today, or mature mothers, you are not obsolete. Don't underestimate your need in this season of life. 
Don't say you are not needed. Don't say they don't want you around. I just want you to understand that if you're a grandmother, in some areas, you have more influence than the mother of the child. Don't underestimate your influence and your power, Grandma. I thank God for my mother who not only prayed for me, but prayed for her grandchildren, which are my children, that they would rise up to be great citizens in life and make a difference for the glory of God. So grandmas, come on, be gracious, be involved. Sometimes my grandkids come around and they're fantastic. I always love them. Man, they're wild sometimes. But I get with them and I pray for them and I impart the principles that just spend time and let myself rub off on them. Come on, grandmas, you have influence and power. Then it speaks about Eunice. Eunice means good victory. This mum was genuine. She was just an ordinary mum. She probably changed the nappies and she comforted and she cared and she provided. She had a moment as a mum like every other mum does. But she always had a good word. Can I be honest with you? I can never in my mind and in my memory, and I've tried hard, to think of a time where what my mother said, you are useless. You'll never add up to anything. I can never in my mind think about that. She always believed in me. She always believed in each one of us. I wasn't that good at school, but mum kept on believing in me. I wasn't that good in college, but mum kept on believing in me. When I failed, she kept on believing in me. Yes, yeah, she disciplined me. She'd have those tough talks to me, but she believed in me. I want to encourage your parents, mums, believe in your children. Hey, did I tell you? Eunice's husband was a non-believer. She was doing this maybe with his support or without his support, but she was living her Christian life. She loved her husband, no doubt, but man, she loved her God and she served her God and she served her family. We don't know what she looked like. We don't know where she lived, but there was something contagious about her that influenced her child. And I want to encourage every mum, live with a pleasant conviction. You may be the only believer in the house. You have the opportunity to start a new dynasty. My mother did. My dad did. Their parents were non-Christian, but they started a new generation. Why can't you? You may be surrounded with every bit of support that you need. But I love what Paul says to Timothy as he goes through this teaching of Timothy. There's something about you. It's been imparted. There's, there's faith in your life that's been a strength there. And he says, I want you to do this. He says, Timothy, I want you to stir up the gift of God that is in you. For God has not given to you a spirit of fear, but of love and of rational thinking. 
What a great verse. Now I need to just encourage mums as I come to round this off right at this moment. You do not know the great job you're doing. You do not know what you're imparting into your children. If you're a single mum and as you're getting on there and trusting God and doing the best you can, if you're a young mum and you're going through the ups and downs of, you know, the children and in isolation and, you know, doing everything that a mum does, don't underestimate your influence. Do it with a genuine heart and you'll be amazed of what can happen in and through your life for the glory of God. Mums, I believe you have genuine faith. I believe that your faith is transferable. And I just want to encourage you today with these words, come on, well done, good and faithful servant. And you might say, oh, yeah, I've been a bit slack. I haven't been, you know, following God. I haven't been a godly example to my children. I want to tell you, don't live in the regret of that. Don't live in the guilt of that. Today, you can start a new day on your special day of saying, Jesus, going to put you right in the center. Thanks again for joining us. If you have any questions or simply for more information regarding Inspire Church, visit us at inspirechurch.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. It's our prayer that you live inspired by the Word of God and more alive in Him than ever before. Until next time.